Welcome to Mindful Trinity, and as you're all aware, my name is Vaishnavi Charan, and I'm your host this evening. Our special guest tonight is a licensed therapist, and um, has actually worked in behavioral field for about uh, five years. She has committed a career to working with individuals, couples, and families via psychiatric facilities, private practices, um, substance abuse programs, core service agencies, and podcasting. So in this, in this work, she has, um, she's actually fueled by a childhood trauma and a personal story. A passion is to help others take ownership of their lives by regaining power, consciousness, and understanding of their narrative. So the opinions, views, and beliefs expressed are those of our guest speakers and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Mindful Trinity or the policies of the company thereof. The content of the show does not con constitute any legal or medical advice and is provided for the general insights and guidance. If you require specific legal, medical, or any professional advice, you should contact a specialist or a qualified practitioner. Also, please note, Mindful Trinity is a non-religious, non-sectarian organization, and we are not affiliated to any religious organization. So welcome to, once again, welcome to Shannon Johnson from Washington, D.C., USA. Yes, thank you so much for having me um, today. I'm so happy to be here and so happy to share um, with you all, just to share some insights, some knowledge, and as we stated earlier, um, that's the beauty of uh, society and the ability to be able to, to share with others and help others grow and provide insight. Yes, absolutely. And we are so grateful that you actually accepted our invite and you're here to share all of this wonderful uh, knowledge and, you know, all of these insights that you have with us. So thank you once again. Um, what does it mean to connect with yourself? Yes. So I think, you know, for me, connecting to the self means really being able to be present in your body, present um, with your thoughts, present with your emotions, as well as your belief system. So having a deep sense of awareness, a deep sense of consciousness, and a deep sense of understanding of what's going on in your body and also what's going on in your mind, which really shapes your overall worldview and perspective and perception on reality. Oh, wow, thank you. And what is it, oh, okay, what is the real meaning of self? And is self and identity the same, or is it any difference between the two? Mm -hmm. Well, self is really, who are you outside of external factors? Who are you outside of external um, expectations and of who you, who others think that expect you to be, other limitations that uh, maybe your spouse, maybe your uh, mother or your father or your children or your siblings or maybe even in your community, this idea of who they expect you to be. So that is who are you outside of the roles that you fulfill. So the self is under having a deep sense and understanding of who are you outside of all outside influences. As far as the identity, I deem identity identity to be a lot like identifiers. Maybe your race, sex, your gender, your gender, your um, religious beliefs. I do believe that sometimes um, 
self and identity can collide when we think about self-concepts, when we think about self-identity. And self-identity is who are you or what you believe about yourself psychologically, physiologically, as well as societal perspectives of self. How do you fit into um, society and what do you think about your overall position and role within society? Well, lovely. So what do you think? Okay, let me just rephrase it and I'm actually thinking out is the importance of the specific connection? I think this, this connection is pivotal. It's pivotal. It is imperative. If you're really trying to understand yourself, if one is really trying to change their lives, if they're trying to transform or transition or rebirth themselves, without having an understanding of self, it's very difficult to move forward. Being present with your thoughts, being present with your emotions, really tapping into your inner child really helps you understand how did I become this way? Who am I first? Mm -hmm. And how did I become this way? And once you can understand that, then it helps you navigate your perspective and it helps you navigate your perception. And it also helps you kind of speak into your inner child. I believe we all have um, an inner child, if you will, right? And sometimes uh, maybe throughout your childhood, that inner child may have experienced some level of abandonment, some mm -hmm. level of neglect or rejection. But I think the, the misunderstanding sometimes is because you've experienced trauma as a child, that mm -hmm. you somehow are a victim and you can't recreate uh, the life, uh, recreate a life for yourself, right? Or recreate um, your narrative, right? Mm -hmm. I do believe that we are the authors of our own narrative. Sometimes mm -hmm. we have dominant narratives in our lives and those dominant narratives can be uh, traumas that we experience. Mm -hmm. And while childhood trauma does impact us, physiologically as well as psychologically, it is possible, right, to create new neural pathways in the brain. It's, it is possible to uh, neurogenesis, right? Research shows that neurogenesis is possible, right? And once we're able to do that by tapping into the self, tapping into the uh, subconscious mind, then we're able to regain control of our lives. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It does sometimes. Okay, I think it's fine. Tell us how has this practice helped you? This practice has helped me tremendously. As I, as I stated, or as you um, quoted earlier, I experienced childhood trauma. And so mm -hmm. as a result of that childhood trauma, that really did create or uh, create a certain type of um, epistemology, if you will, and mm -hmm. perspective of self. And so because of that, because of my childhood, I also had, I really didn't understand myself. I didn't understand um, my emotions. I didn't understand um, sort of psychosomatic symptoms that I was experiencing mm -hmm. or experiencing or triggers that mm -hmm. I had experienced or even now triggers that I do experience because of my childhood trauma, right? Mm -hmm. um, I really, as a result of my childhood trauma, I struggled with anxiety. And so because I struggled with anxiety, it impacted my interpersonal relationships. It impacted my ability to, to, to focus and to concentrate mm -hmm. um, at school. It, it really made me feel captive, if you will, by my emotional state, mm -hmm. really being unable to regulate my emotions. And oftentimes with trauma, uh, we can feel unsafe in our bodies and unsafe in our minds. And so really being able to connect to myself, right, in the moment of mindfulness, um, yes. by being present with my emotions, present with my thoughts, it gave, my, it gave me my power back. It allowed me to be able to regulate my anxiety, right? Because anxiety mm -hmm. is essentially triggered by perceived thoughts. 
is triggered by perceptions of what's going on and sometimes these perceptions may be accurate right mm -hmm. and sometimes these perceptions may not be sometimes it may be irrational distortions right based on certain belief systems or of the subconscious mind so me being able to connect to myself really allowed me to regain power to mm -hmm. feel like I am not a victim although it's my trauma is no longer my dominant narrative it's a part of my story but it's not my dominant narrative Wow, that's absolutely beautiful. Um, can you share maybe some practical ways which one can connect with their real self? Mm -hmm. Well, one thing that I strongly encourage is um, mindfulness, Med having meditative moments. I talk to my clients about this very regularly, um, probably every session, make checking in with them to make sure that they're taking care of themselves, to make sure they're having mindful moments to be present with their bodies and to be present with their thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. A sense of awareness and understanding. And once you are able to be mindful and able to be within your comfort zone, you understand your body in such a way because you are triggered. Even when you are triggered, you're able to say, Shannon, you're safe right now, right? Or mm -hmm. insert whomever's name, right? You are safe in this moment. Right, you're okay. You deserve to be here. Just yes. breathe. I also use deep. I always also use deep breathing techniques. Oh, I do yes. a lot of mirror work as mm -hmm. well. Speaking, speaking life and love into myself. Positive self-talk is is very important. You know, I find that a lot of people they they look into the mirror and they criticize themselves. Right, mm -hmm. they speak very lowly and negatively about themselves. And and if you don't love you, how how, how is it that you can love anyone else if you mm -hmm. can't love yourself at 100%? If you're criticizing yourself and your inner child at 100%. So I practice mirror work. I also journal. That's really important to me. Sometimes we can be so overwhelmed by our thoughts. And a lot of times, sometimes these thoughts can be, you know, irrational and distorted. So putting those thoughts to paper and making sense out of those thoughts and just getting it out. Sometimes we just need to get it out. So journaling as well. Mm -hmm. And then um, also self, I believe in physical exercise. I think that's so important because yes. it, it increases and releases um, mm -hmm. natural chemicals in the brain and natural mm -hmm. chemicals in the body. Mm -hmm. So I always encourage physical movement. Mm -hmm. And so I, I run very often. And even when I run or even when I work out, it allows me to just be with myself and mm -hmm. be with my thoughts. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the things that I do. Absolutely beautiful. So can you tell us, maybe you can share with us, what are your favorite practices? Okay, uh, positive, positive self-talk, utilizing positive affirmations. Mm -hmm. As the, the famous Louise Hay, um, hopefully your listeners have heard of Louise Hay. I, I, mm -hmm. I swear by her, I love Louise Hay. And I talk to my clients about her all of the time. And mm -hmm. so utilizing positive affirmations, and she also speaks about mirror work, doing mirror work as well. Um, so I listen to positive affirmations sometimes as I fall asleep at night. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I will stand in the mirror and recite positive affirmations to myself. And from the great Louise Hay, it is only a thought and a thought can be changed. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know what, to be honest with you, I actually use Louise Hay's uh, affirmations in my yoga practices um, and it's actually helps me so much and I think it's also helping my my students I mean they keep on coming back so I guess they 
are enjoying it. <laughs> Recap. Um, mentioned about what I actually learned from this old discussion right now about who are you outside of your outside influences? That's how you actually determine who are who is your real self. And you mentioned also it's pivotal. Connection is actually pivotal to actually connect with your true self. And being present, also ask yourself questions such as, how did I become this way? It's because I also believe everything that we go through, it has a root, deep rooted sometimes. And if we don't actually get to the root of whatever we, we're dealing with or whatever we're experiencing, right. we, can, we can go, um, you know, throughout our life being the same person with no change. Because I mean, I also say, I say to myself and I say to whoever I come into contact with, um, just like in the corporate world, you want to grow, you want to actually reach, um, you know, you, want, you don't want to do the same job forever. You always want to advance just like that with yourself as well. You don't want to be the same person that you are. You don't want to be saying uh, lift where you are. You want to actually move move forward. So if you had a, some sort of bad relationship or bad with anyone, with anyone for that matter, even with yourself, you want to actually move forward. You want to actually let go of the past, let go of everything that's actually dragging you down because it's very heavy as you actually go through life. So yeah, I actually do like that. And um, connecting with yourself gives back your power. Absolutely deep and absolutely true. The positive self-talk and affirmations, just like um, your, meditate, your meditations and your, like with me, I actually practice mantra meditation. It's like always telling yourself, um, like, okay, take this example. If someone is keep on telling you negative stuff, it becomes a mantra because right. you, you, you're hearing it all the time. And if you are also hearing it all the time, sometimes you actually treat others the same way. Same thing with mantra meditation because you're actually hearing the same thing over and over. Well, I actually practice something. It's, um, when I say mantra meditation, it's basically, it's all Sanskrit, Sanskrit words, which has a meaning. It's a different topic altogether. <laughs> yeah. As we actually go our separate ways, do you have any cutting thoughts that you would like to share with our audience? Yes, um, I would love to share this thought um, and, and sort of quote um, that I live by is that no person, place, or object controls me for I am the only thinker in my mind. And that is also a quote by Louise Hay that I live by. Lovely. Um, it is only a thought and a thought can be changed. Absolutely wonderful. Okay.